What is up, everyone? Welcome to episode 67 of the Gaming Duo Podcast. I'm Kelvin, your host for this week, and I'm joined by co-host Robert Garcia. If you're new to the show, welcome. Thank you for listening, and thank you for stopping by. We are the podcast that discusses the latest gaming news each and every Friday at 7 a.m. Eastern Time. Rob, how are you? I am so good. So much better than last week, my friend. So much What better. happened? What happened? Because I, I got COVID, sick. and it was yeah. awful. Awful. I don't recommend it. Ten out of ten, or zero out of out of ten. Don't recommend. Don't recommend it. Really? Come on, that's not good. Not good time. Honestly, like losing your sense of taste, that fucking sucks. So you were in your deathbed, right? Oh yeah, I had the whole shabam, the fever, the the congestion, just just overall didn't want. I just wanted. I just wanted to die. Like that's what it felt like. It was just. It was awful. Jesus, take the wheel. I literally, it was just. It was just like Jesus, take the wheel. But thankfully actually feel a lot better now i think i look better now so you look great man you look great you can still hear a little congestion in my voice a little bit but yeah yeah it is what it is man honestly it i'm I'm not going to touch this on too on too much of a subject but it's kind of good that you got it so that it's kind of out of your system now or not out of your system but like it's in my it's quite literally in in my system quite literally in your system now so now you kind of have the antibodies and you're able to kind of fight it off if and when it does happen again so that's a good thing. You know, I have yet to get it, which is I don't wild. know how you're dodging it. I work I at a hospital. You're, you're you know a I mean? Matrix. I'm, dodging. You're I'm bobbing and weaving and shit. You know, I work, you know, Neo from from the Matrix. I'm telling you, man, I'm killing it. But um, watch next week. I'll get it. And then yeah, yeah then I'm going to be like, I'm not trying to, trying to jinx you. Let's, <laughs> let's lock on some wood here. So you don't. You're not so you, you were on your deathbed. Did you play anything? Were you like on your deathbed? Like were you still trying to play a game or were you just like literally dying? Yes, I did play. I actually went to revisit. Um, a game. It, the game was okay. Astral Chain on the Switch. I okay. never beat it. I never, never beat, beat it. And I remember we both bought it. We both played it, and you never beat it. Okay, tell us. I beat I the game from 2019. I, for whatever reason, I, I didn't really get into it as much as I would. And it's from Platinum Games, and I usually love. This Platinum is a Rob ass game. Yeah, and I just picked it up again, and it, it took a little getting used to because the controls are definitely a little weird on the weirder side. And I'm just going to try and beat it. And I'm still playing it. And I'm still kind of seeing, you know, what I saw, what I didn't like when I first played it. But I'm like, oh, okay, there's actually some really cool parts. But it's nothing that I've never, like, seen before. You know, it's... it's It doesn't do anything spectacular. But I will say, stick with it. You'll enjoy it, especially towards the end when you're fighting the final boss. It has that, like, cool, like, oh, shit moment. Like, it's, like, pretty dope in the end. So I I recommend it. I just got the Wolf Legion not too long ago. Like, the Dog Legion. Yes, yes, I remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So cool, I think yeah. I think I'm, I'm I'm I think I'm pretty close to beating the game at this point. I'm 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 pretty close. Um, I also bought Dark Souls Remaster. Madman, so I, I wanted to go back into it, and it's 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 hard to go to Elden Ring into Dark Souls. That that was hard. <laughs> it was like a it was like a shock to go back yeah. to, to the first game, but I'm enjoying it. So, speaking of Dark Souls, I'm officially an Elden Lord. I am an Elden Lord. Bow down before your Lord. You know what I mean? I did it. Yeah, I fucking did. I finally beat the game. Sort of. I still got you you a couple bosses. Yeah. I still got a couple bosses to, to to fight, and hopefully we can do that tonight. But I'm excited. I beat it. It's kind of like out of my scope now. I can now look into what I can play now, what I can play next, which I think is going to be um, Horizon. Yeah, and try to start that doing game. that again, revisiting it, and I think it's, it should be good. But I'm excited. I'm an Elden Lord, and yeah, I, it feels great. You know what I mean? All these peasants walking it. around. Huh? I, I listen. I'm down to help anyone who wants, to, you know, some help in that game because I just love playing that game. It's, it's okay, solo. <laughs> okay, <laughs> just say I'm, I mean I'm not gonna be go crazy, but I'll help you out. <laughs> Can't promise I'm gonna like. Well, Rob, let's go off on the news. How about that? You know what I mean? Let's Let's go off on the news. News number one, God of War Ragnarok update from Corey Barlog himself. This is on Twitter here. Um, On Wednesday, Santa Monica Studio took to Twitter where Corey Barlog shared a quick video about the status of God of War Ragnarok. He celebrated God of War releasing four years ago and thanked fans for the support. He also addressed God of War Ragnarok and stated that the team is heads down working hard on the game. But at this point... There's no update to share. He did state that something really special was coming, but couldn't go into detail. 
that was it. Rob, what does this mean? What? Why did he do this? What? What was the whole point of posting that on Twitter? Like out of nowhere? Like I mean, obviously it was because of the God Award, um, you know, four year anniversary. But why? I can't tell you why because only he knows. Mm. But what I can yeah. say is, I don't know if it's going to be delayed or not because I feel like if it was going to be delayed, he would have just said it. Or they would have they would have said something being like this game is delayed, but yeah. he said that we are heads down working tirelessly on this game, and I don't think it's gonna be delayed because they would have just said it at that point in time. And I know there was something released not too long ago in regards to the game where they're working on a new weapon for Kratos that's similar to the the axe, like in, really? in mechanics. Yeah, it's, in mechanics, it, it's gonna be some kind of a primary weapon that you use, you know, yeah, you know, have to play the chaos. Now he has the right. ax. People are saying it might be some kind of staff. It might be uh, some kind of sword. We don't know, but I, that might be the thing he's referring to. Did we see any, in, in the gameplays that we've seen so far, do we see any, any weapons from the, from the trailer so far? No, right. Not that, no, not that I, we've seen. I, I think the blade of, like chaos, we didn't see the Leviathan ax, right? I don't think so. No, I don't think so. Right. Fair enough. We have to, well, I'll have to rewatch that, but I don't yeah. I don't think, but there's really not much about the game right now other than that one trailer. Right. So what do, what do you think in regards to I'm, what you say? This, you know me, man. I take everything. If something is posted, I take it. It's like very cryptic. And I think this is, although maybe I'm, I may be looking into it too much, but it could be some, nothing cryptic, but I think it's just them saying, this is going to be delayed. Do not expect this this year i know what you it kind of goes off of what you said right we're like well they could have just said that right right i think they don't want to have that negative press right now even though it's not really negative press it's just them working on the game and if it's delayed it's delayed it's not you know the end of the world but i think this was a different way of approaching that saying you know coming onto twitter saying hey guys like we are hard at work making god of war ragnarok but it's just taking some time they didn't say right. it's going to be delayed. They didn't say anything like that. But I feel like that's what they're hinting at. Basically kind of tempering our expectations, saying don't expect this game this year. That's my guess. It could be the same thing with the Pokemon Arceus. Remember, we didn't see much about that game. There was like one or two trailers here and there. And we're like, is this the game? Is this is this it? And we're like, it's going to be delayed. Or if they release it now, it's going to be a mess. It's going to be and it came out and it was fine so right. uh, it's it's a big game and i understand it a lot i don't mind if they delay it obviously i don't same. care if they yeah. delay it but at the same time i don't know you're saying that we'll have to see that it's definitely going to be delayed but i sh the question is should it be delayed it depends on the state of the game. If if they feel like they are not ready yet and the game needs some more time then absolutely that game needs to be delayed you know it doesn't matter I, again, they are perfectionists, just like he said in the in the post in the video. And if they see something slightly wrong, if they feel like a, a, an an enemy is slightly off or a weapon is slightly not feeling the way they want it to be, they will delay this game, and they won't feel like they have to release this game right now because mm -hmm. you know they 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 know their product and they know what to what they're doing. So I feel like if they have to de delay this game, then by all means delay it. You know what I mean? Do you I, think scale-wise it's going to be that much bigger than the original? Yeah. I think it's going to be bigger. I think that's what their goal is. I mean, they kind of gave us a hint of like the semi-open world feel to God of War, right? Mm -hmm. And I think they're going to kind of push that a little bit more and push the boundaries where, where they can take it. Especially with some of the criticisms that I've had with the previous God of War game, right? Where it was like samey with the enemies. I feel like yeah, the enemies are really very similar. that. Yeah, they're gonna really change that in this game. On top of adding the you know scope of the game as well, so this is gonna be big. This game is gonna be huge. I'm not excited excited right now because I feel like this game is still a ways away. But when it starts getting closer and closer, I'm gonna be all in. I'm gonna be all on board. We're definitely gonna have information by summer. Summer will have a lot more concrete when Sony does their showcase or state of play. Yeah, I think yeah, that's sure. when they'll they'll actually announce and show something, and that's when we'll know if it'll actually be delayed or not. Because they're not going to just be like, "Okay, it's coming on 2023 during summer," but it's like we right. don't have even a release date. We need a release date. Give us a release date. 
Corey mentioned uh, this new special thing that he's talking about there. What do you think he means? Like, what is exactly that special thing? I thought he was referring to the weapon, the new weapon. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I didn't know anything about that weapon until you just mentioned it. Um, but I don't, it might be another character they might be introducing. It could be that special special thing. That doesn't strike me as a character, but it could be what you were saying before a a weapon for sure. That could probably be it. I don't know. I I honestly have no idea. We don't know anything about God of War Ragnarok, so it's kind of hard to speculate of this, but I do think this game is going to be delayed, pushed to 2023. And yeah, it's just it is what it is, you know. I'm do okay you like that. it when developers are close to their chest with the game, like keep it keep it close to their chest, or and not giving a lot of information about the game, or would you rather have trailers, even if the trailers might be a little buggy and stuff like that? Kind of like we're seeing for what's that game, Forspoken, right? Like we're seeing trailers, but the game kind of looks- yeah. No, I like when they're closer to their chest, only because it 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 it. it leaves room for improvement for on their end like like you said forespoken i'm not really hyped for that game anymore when it first came out but you were when it was first announced i was yes very i was like oh that looks really cool right but then the more i see it the more i'm like yeah there's something missing in this game there's something not right and the more they keep showing the more it just doesn't impress me so yeah to your to your to your thought there yeah it just doesn't really get me hyped now uh, developers that hold their cards closer to their chest i don't know what's happening with god of war yet i don't know what direction they're taking in this game so that gets me excited that gets me amped you know and then when we finally see it six seven months down the line it's gonna hopefully blow us you know blow us away so yeah it's gonna blow our socks off we're gonna be keep watching we're gonna replay that trailer like 80 times to be like try and catch every single detail you know right. yeah so i'm definitely excited for that and then again for like like kingdom hearts right like we're not gonna see another trailer for kingdom hearts 4 for ways away i i think so when that trailer does hit it's gonna hit for me at least yeah they they will probably show a trailer in the showcase i would imagine in summer and then they're Mm -hmm. gonna show the release date and then everyone's gonna be like oh my you know at the end they'll be like coming this date you know yeah so you have to see now they have to do it that way they have to say the coming 2023 like maybe you should ask them if they can if you can put your voice in the back and that and the uh the end credits you know 2023 if, oh, if Kratos said that, like you actually hear him say, that'd be kind of cool. Coming 2023. I can't do it. I'm sorry. That was terrible. News number two. Nintendo's Game Boy Advance emulator for Switch Online leaks. Game Boy and Game Boy Advance emulators for the service developed by Nintendo have apparently leaked online. And it looks like a li- and it looks like a long list of games, including Mario Kart, Golden Sun, and Pokemon Pinball. Pokemon Pinball. That was a bop back then. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, Ruby and Sapphire have been tested on it. According to 4chan, Nintendo's official GBA emulator for the Nintendo Switch has leaked. The leak itself contains files that include three different uh, files. These files contain emulators developed by the Nintendo Europe Research and Development Team. Nerd is the team responsible for recent classical, or I'm sorry, classic mini consoles and the emulation of software that went into them. The code name for the emulators are Sloop for GBA and Hayoko for GB for Game Boy. The leak was first discovered and posted on Twitter by tra- uh, tra- <laughs> Trash nice. underscore Banded Toot. Nice. That's cool. I like that. It's clever. Nice, nice play on. Yeah, yeah. So many Nintendo fans are afraid that the GBA emulator will not include any of the current Switch Online expansions despite their excitement. It could very well be an added tier that players will need to pay more for. But everything is speculation at this point. Rob. I look at you as like the Nintendo guy, more so the Pokemon guy, sort of right, right next to like Kevin. At least, in, at least in our podcast, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. What does this do for you? Is this legitimate? What do you think about this? So I think the Nintendo sixty four online, the expansion pass, has been lacking. People are paying extra money for it, and you're getting games that are like okay. This is kind of like a nice boost, a nice added feature that would. Well, people are like, okay, this is actually worth it now. Right. And the Game Boy and Game Boy Advance has such an expansive library that you there'll be games for days on there. You know, imagine being able to play Pokemon Ruby or Emerald on your Switch. How cool would that be? Imagine you get to play Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories on your on your Switch on the go. Like all of those Game Boy Advance games that you played 
when you were a kid or a teenager, whatever, how old you were when you, when you had a Game Boy Advance, you're going to be able to, to... And there were some really solid games on that console, man. Like, I think Game Boy Advance was the best iteration of the Game Boy. I when really it came agree. To game, uh, when it came to Game Boy. Uh, what was the one? Like I see a Goku. Remember that game? I was just thinking about... That's exactly what I was thinking about in my head. That's crazy. Right. So, like, little games like that. So, I think that's really the kick that Nintendo Online Expansion Pass needs to be right. successful. I you? agree. I don't think okay. it's going to happen. I don't think this is something. You think this is not to... legitimate? You think it's, it's just. No, no. This is, again, we're talking about Nintendo, man. Like if it was anybody else, possibly, but this is Nintendo we're talking about. And I feel like they, they just don't, anything emulation wise, they don't want to hear it. They don't want to see it. They don't want anything to do with it. I don't know if this is going to really make or or flourish the way we want it to flourish, you know. Um I, I don't know. I, I just feel like this is fake and this is too good to be true. I think this is just too good to be true. That's what it is. Does this does this excite you if it is it does. True? It does a hundred percent. This would be really cool. Like you said, playing classic uh, Game Boy Advance games would be amazing playing on my Switch. You know what I mean? It would entice me to play my Switch much more. And just having that like I don't know, just the games that you were mentioning in the like previously, like right, the Dragon Ball Z game, like Legacy of Goku, like that. Metroid Fusion, really. Metroid Fusion, exactly. Like those games would really entice me to play that game or to play the console and just enjoy it for what it is, you know. And then, like you said, an influx of a catalog of games that you can just pick from, like that would be ideal. But again, it sounds way too good to be true, in my opinion, for Nintendo to actually give this as a fan service because I feel like that's what it is. You know what I mean? Have you tried any of the N64 emulation yet from the online expansion pass or no? No, did, did I haven't tried it at all. I'm thinking about picking it up and just seeing how that if they improved it that much. Yeah. Because then to me, that'll tell me if I like it. I'm like actually enjoying these games on Switch and yeah. and being emulated. That it'll be. I mean, it's 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 funny because Nintendo. Okay, yeah, sure. There's they're kind of starting little by little. That we finally got Nintendo 64, right? At least mm-hmm. some. It's pretty big, right? That's a, that's major, right? Excuse me. I think. I don't know. It's hard. I think the last piece of this is if I if I continue seeing Nintendo pushing this or, or, or making content out of this, as far as like maybe giving us more titles on N sixty four, maybe I can see them. Okay, maybe this is something that they are really sticking with, you know, and maybe I can definitely foresee them adding GameCube emulators, and then I, I honestly maybe. Game Boy Advance emulators will come first, and Genki. I think Genki will probably be like way off in the future, to be honest. I think um, this is kind of a, a smart on their end because there is such a huge catalog in there that it's going to have people pick up other games that are actually out. For example, if you didn't play the old Pokemon games, now's your chance to play the old Pokemon games pretty easy, and maybe it'll get someone interested to play the new ones that are on the, the Nintendo Switch shop. So I want to pick up Sword and Shield. I want to pick up uh, Legend of Ar- you know, Arceus. Getting those people in, for example, people that are not fans of Metroid, now that Metroid Fusion is on there and it's free, not free, but you're paying for the expansion, you know, it's on the expansion pass. Like, you know, what? let me try a Metroid game. I've never tried a Metroid game before. Let me try this one. I try it and I'm hooked. I'm like, this is a really great game. Let me try uh, Metroid Zero Mission. Let me try uh, Metroid Dread, right? So I think this would really open that pot realm possibility for gamers other gamers mm-hmm. i never experienced these great games to actually dive into those universes that they never did it get to experience so i i, I think it would be dumb for nintendo not to pick this up and put it on their online shop or their yeah. their expansion pass but do you think this will happen anytime soon do you think we all have to pay for this like if if they make you pay for it that's gonna rub that's gonna be a rub. i feel like there's no other way like like it's gonna be like you have to pay for each game no, I think it's going to be a, 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 like added, a tier. Yeah, an added tier, I think, to the online expansion already. I think they had so much backlash with the other one that they might tread carefully and be like, no, this is included in, in, in the expansion class plus. Like, you, you get all of this. That's that's the hope, obviously. That's the hope. But again, we're talking about Nintendo, and they, they, they're like, you know what? You guys are going to eat this up no matter what. So we're going to b- bump this up five bucks more for the ex- expansion, and you're going to probably buy it, most likely. 
That's just know, how I, just, I see Nintendo. But Nintendo's not like the big bad wolf that you make it seem like. They're not so stingy. They give us things that we want. Like it happens. Yeah. You know, it's just when it comes to previous titles, they mm. get a little weird about it. Like as far, but that's kind of everyone. If you think about it, like how easy it is for you Stone to play the original too. Yeah, like how easy it is for you to play the original Metal Gear Solid. It's very difficult. Right. You either need a PlayStation, PlayStation One, the actual disc, or you need to emulate it somewhere. You can't really go and play it, right? So I, it's just it's just a weird. There's just something weird about old games that they're just like, no, we don't want to do that, but they should. Yeah, yeah, I agree. We'll have to see. I mean, I think it's possible. I don't. I'm I'm kind of like going back and forth now, right? In the beginning, I'm like, nah, it's never gonna happen. But like now that we're talking about it a little bit more, I'm like. I can I can kind of see that happening. So it, it just really falls on what Nintendo is planning and what their goal is for for their Nintendo expansion online. You know, Nintendo. I just want Legend of Zelda, Breath of the Wild too. That's all I want. Just That's it. That. That's all I want. Just give me that. Okay. Speaking of Breath of the Wild, news number three. This has nothing to do with Breath of the Wild. Halo's <laughs> Infinite's new mode, Last Spartan Standing, coming next month. From the blog stand. on Halo Waypoint, you gotta you gotta do that. You gotta you gotta you gotta do that voice for like everything now. You know what I mean? Okay, just kind of you know. Uh, from the blog, that was pretty good. Dude. That was pretty good. Thanks. Thanks, appreciate that. From the blog on Halo Waypoint, Lone Wolf season two of Halo Infinite is less than two short weeks away. Launching Woo! May third, we've got a lot of exciting new content coming to the game. Last week, we took a closer look at season two to two new maps, Catalyst and Breaker. And today we're exploring three new modes and additional variants, which feature a mix of returning favorites and something new to Halo. King of the Hill, which we King all of the love, Hill. love, right? Sorry, guys, There's just... a little twist, though. All right, you, you, you got, you got no, you no, no, I'm done. I'm, I'm cut off. Right. <laughs> <laughs> a neutral hill spawns on the map, and two teams battle it out to control the hill at, and earn points. When a player enters the hill uncontested, it is captured and begins earning one point per second in a captured bar. When a team's capture bar is full, they score one point, and a new hill spawns somewhere else on the map. Okay. Land grab. At the start of the match, there are three neutral zones around the map. When a player captures a zone, it is locked and gives their point their team one point. When all zones are captured, there is an intermission between uh, before three new neutral uh, zero, uh, zone spawns, and the first team to score eleven points wins. And the big baby here, the big one, Last Spartan Standing, a.k.a. Battle Royale Mini, sort of, kind of. We'll talk about it. In this free-for-all experience, 12 players spawn on big team battle maps with a confined loadout and five respawns. Once a player runs out of respawns and can no longer particip- participate, they can either spectate or leave the match without penalty. If a player gets a kill in the match, they can upgrade to a different weapon something players of Escalation Slayer will no doubt be familiar with. The match ends when there is just one Spartan left standing. Rob, is this the battle royale that I've been preaching for months now? Is this it? Is this what's going to get me back into Halo? Yes and no. Okay. Yes and no. No, it's not the battle royale that you were envisioning. Because it's actually not Battle Royale. It's Battle Royale mixed with gun game. It's Damn it. Like, <laughs> so close. That's Because the key word here is it's only 12 players. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just 12 players. Now, the respawn might make it seem more. It might make it seem like there's more people actually playing in there. because there's But there's always only going to be 12 people at a time on a big map. It's at a big team map. So on a big map, on a battle, a big battle, battle map, you know what I mean? It's definitely interesting. It definitely has my attention. But was this the battle royale you were envisioning that they were going to come out with? No, I don't think so. This is their take on a battle royale. This is how they're making it Halo uh, centric uh, without just being like, we're going to just put 50 Spartans in a match and you guys are all going to drop and you guys are all going to kill each other. And you pick up weapons. It's like you you have a but it's, but it's not, this is not it. So I think this is not the battle royale you're looking for. I agree. Yeah. It's unfortunately not what I wanted. 
it, it, it kind of hits some of those points that I that I envision for a battle royale for Halo, but it's just not quite there. I think, like you said, this is kind of their version of a battle royale. A little disappointing, but it is interesting nonetheless. I feel like th- it is kind of cool. I mean, you have, like you said, a 12-player spawn. Um, then you have, like, the confined loadouts, and then you have five respawns, right? So you yeah. can come back. So there's back no looting. There's no going times. around, grabbing weapons, right. it seems like. So, so it's not your traditional battle royale, but if they make it exciting, if they make it worth your time and fun, it could potentially be a good mode. It could be a fun mode to play. I, I don't know how long it's going to keep my attention, right? Because... Yeah. I, I, I wanted that battle royale feel. This is not that battle royale feel that I was looking for. And I think to, to their credit, they're they're doing things. They're making things happen for Halo. And I think this is a good start for them to actually continue pushing the Halo brand and, and, and making content that people want. And hopefully this can blow up and, and maybe, who knows, in the future, this can become a legit battle royale. You know what I mean? I mean, remember we talked about it uh, last week, right? Uh, we talked about it with Chazzy, right? Shout out to Chazzy. They have another developer coming in, potentially working on something with Halo. Like, what is it? We don't know yet. Is that the Battle Royale? Is this going to be like a sub piece to Halo? And then they're making a completely different like Battle Royale experience later down the road? Who knows? It's like testing the waters, it seems like, with uh, the whole Battle Royale thing. But the problem is, too, is like, what makes Battle Royale Battle Royale is there's like a storm and the storm is the map is slow. This has this smaller and smaller. Does this it has this. This has a, this yes. has a storm that closes down. It has something. It's like a red orb or something like closing down on the map. Okay. All right. I didn't, I didn't know that. So I didn't read it's that like happening. a, it's like a weird take on Battle Royale, but it is taking, you know, inspiration from the Battle Royale genre. So it's very interesting. I'm gonna have to see. I, I am interested to try it out for sure. Yeah, like, so, I, so I definitely want to play with you. They they definitely did the job where they got you. They roped you back in. So now you're now you're gonna be playing again. So they did yeah. it. They got you interested 100%. enough. They did just enough. I just hope that it keeps my attention. And if it doesn't, I mean, who knows? I, again, this is gonna be a completely new um, uh, season, right? Season two. So yeah. I, I, I haven't started since season one, so maybe, you know, the loot system is better, or not the loot system, the um, progression, progression system, system. Thank you. That's probably better, which may maybe give that's me a, a big bit thing. More. If they make it more, a, you know, more lucrative to play yes, the game, and yes. you're going to get like more pieces of armor, skins for your weapon, then right. I feel like I'm leveling up, and I, I just want to keep playing to unlock those things and get like the coolest looking armor possible. So right. And yeah, exactly. If they make that interesting and and give you that incentive of like, oh, I want to keep playing because I keep getting great stuff and not just the blue shoulder pad that we talked about last week, that would be really cool. You know what I mean? So I should have came this week with I should have like got like cardboard and spray it in blue and just like put it on here and just worn it. Yeah. But I want to talk to you about what you're saying. Sorry. No, no. I was just gonna ask you like, what do you think? Like, what's your what? I mean, yeah. Again, a little bit, but. I'm I'm, in, I'm excited to go back, jump back in, and play mm-hmm. and pick it up. I think again, this is kind of like a little of a jolt, a little jolt, not the big jolt, but a little jolt that is getting people to play again because people are gonna yep. talk about it, like, oh, play this, this is a new game mode. Let's, let's jump back into Halo. But I'm actually interested in new the other new game type called what was it uh, Land Grab, which mm, sounds okay. to me like Conquest from uh, Battlefield. Where you're At the start of the match, there are three neutral zones around the map. When a player captures a zone, there's locking. It literally, it looks like conquest. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm okay with that because that's like one of the best modes in Battlefield. Is like you're just trying to capture portions of the map. I'm I'm down. I'm done. I'll play with my buddies and be like, we got to capture this point. It's not a capture the flag. You have to go in there and 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 grab and come back. It's literally you defend. You you it's attack and defend kind of thing, which is cool. Is this a, on big team battle, like a big map? I'm not sure. I'm, I would imagine it is. Maybe not. Maybe maybe it's five on five, but I think this is. I think that's pretty big. I think this is opening more. It, it's getting away from just a classic Slayer, the the, the, the capture flag, and right. I don't right. know what the other one is. I forget that. There's one more called. It's with the seeds. I forget that game type. You know what I'm talking about? The seeds. I know what you're talking about. I just yeah, don't yeah, know yeah. But yeah, it's so, um. I think where where Halo loses me is when it gets bigger. Right. And, and stick with me here. Right. Because I, I want the Battle Royale, which is bigger. Right. But the yeah. the modes where they have like when we play the team, like the big team matches. Right. 
and you have like your your vehicles in there and you have like all these uh, vehicles all over the place and flying and driving and all that stuff that's where it loses me because i get the concept of it and i think it's fun for most people i i see why it's fun i just don't want that huge experience i, I want that tempered experience with halo unless it's battle royale you know what i mean it's, unless it's, it's like just it's just battle royale like it's, it's well i think i don't know i it's just, it's just when we were playing before, I just felt like I was not doing anything. Like I just kept dying, and and, and yeah, oh, get good, right? Get good, get better at the game. You gotta capture, but, your, you gotta capture your objectives. But it's hard right. when you when you don't have a team. When you don't have a great team, and that's the with thing. You, yeah, you need man. to have a team. You have like you have three or four people with you. That's great, but in the in the grand scheme of it, you have there's like twenty people on your team or whatever it is, and you're not all working together so you're, you're just seeing mindless people just running in and out getting like dying responding and i'm just like what am i doing like what is really the objective here you know but when you win it feels really good it does it does but again i off, feel like that huh you go off you think about the adventure that you went to go and, and, and get that score you know again you you think back to like the halo 2 game and maybe that's why because on, on halo 2 it was much smaller it was yes. a much smaller map. It wasn't as many people playing at once. It was like, what, 20, 30 at a time at max, right. maybe. Um, so I think that's the problem. It's like when you start doing such these huge teams, then I think it gets, it gets, but you need kind of like, you need that middle. Right. Right before it gets too big for you with the team-based stuff. Right. Like you like oddball, right? Like oddball's not bad. That's a t- objective based. Yes. Odd, yeah. That was, that's cool. Oddball is pretty dope. I do. I do enjoy Same. oddball. Um, yeah, those things like that is cool. So again, the ball. season two, uh, season two looks good. I- I'm excited. I think. Are, are you gonna play? Like, are we gonna play together? Yeah, yeah, yeah. hundred percent. May third. I'm on. That's that's cool. That's, cool. So so let's do it. Yeah. So season two, I'll, I'm definitely gonna join in to uh, check it out and see what it's all about. I'm definitely looking forward to that last Spartan standing thing. It looks really cool. It looks really dope. I think it's gonna be somewhat of a game changer, but we'll have to see. You know. Again, it goes along great with the season to what they're naming it, it's lone wolf so mm, this is mm. kind of going hand in hand with that theme that you're you're by yourself you're not with a team member so which That's is crazy because if we're, we're partied up how are they going to do that they're just going to have you all play against each other i guess right unless it's just a solo queue which would be really annoying yeah yeah but we'll see we'll see we'll see news number four sony and microsoft adding ads to free to play games this is from v- vgc Sony Interactive Entertainment is reportedly planning to integrate advertisements in free-to-play games. This move is is designed to incentivize developers to continue making free-to-play titles by giving them a way to monetize them. It's claimed that Sony hasn't yet decided if it will take a cut of the ad revenue. And uh, there's a software program that is said to be testing ways for developers to add in-game ads ahead of their planned introduction later this year. Microsoft is also having similar plans, although it may not involve taking a cut of the ad revenue like Sony is doing. So short little topic here, but I think this is kind of important because we're starting to see a shift in what Sony and Microsoft are trying to do as far as like kind of measling their way with with ads and, and games. And again, these are for free to play games, but nonetheless, they're they're trying to add ads trying to add ads over into those games so what do you think about that i feel like this isn't really news honestly really this is this has been a this has been around kind of quite a bit i mean this is the internet is the whole thing right like the go visit Mm -hmm. web web page you see the ads and obviously the person's getting paid to have the ads on there right so this is just another is it's just seeping into video games and then you have i mean i don't want to say it's like microtransactions in a sense but it's it's similar in that concept where you're playing you know Fortnite and but they want you to buy all that shit they want you to buy all of the the things that they're advertising on the thing so that's essentially what it is is there it's just yeah. a, another way of getting the revenue and it's not foreign it's not going to be like this whole new like oh my god they do have ads now it's been around forever in a sense it was just sure sure um, so I think this if if it helps keep games free. And it allows us to have a lot more games that are coming out. I'm all for it. You know, uh, I think people are okay with ads as long as it's not bombarded. Like if they're paying for it, you know, like look at Netflix, right? They're increasing their price, but they're not um, 
they're not doing anything. Like they're not adding anything, right? And they actually tested a for ads and it, like they had tested a, a, a tier with ads, like a cheaper yeah. tier with ads, and they said it performed really well. So people are willing to pay less money and deal with the ads. I I feel like most people don't really adopt the whole like you don't have to pay ads, but it's it just comes at too much of a price that people are just like you know what? i'll take the middle ground i'll have some ads and i'm okay if i think of like hulu you pay you know six bucks how much it is for hulu and there's some ads in there but you're like whatever i'll deal with the ads i don't care like, ads are just whatever. part of life you know yeah yeah i agree i think where i get a little concerned so basically how they're trying to add or incorporate these ads into games. So if you see like a billboard or something, you'll see mm-hmm. like an ad for whatever, you know, like things like that. And again, like you said, this has been done before. This is no, um, we're no strangers for this, right? However, I feel like if they do this now, who's to say they won't start adding ads to subscription services? So you know what I mean? yeah, that's the problem. And that's where when... I get a little nervous about that. Yeah. What happens when you purchase a game for 60 bucks and you start seeing ads in that game? Because it might happen. It, it, it might seep into other avenues. Right. And, 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 and that's just concerning. That, that's, that's concerning. They, say free, they start with free-to-play games, exactly. but there might be a time where it might be like, no, we're going to put some ads on your homepage for, your Halo, for Halo. Exactly. And that's where I'm like a little skeptical about this, right? Where it's like, mm-hmm. okay, where are you getting at with this? Like, what is your main objective with this? Is it just to get revenue from like uh, free to play games? It's okay. It's a free to play game. We understand. But is this going to seep into your subscription services? Is this going to seep into $60, $70 games? Like, what's the goal behind this? You know? Exactly. It's it's kind of it's kind of opening a, a a box, and we I don't know if I really want that box to right. to enjoy a game that I mean, if you think about it, it's already happening in mobile games. Every mobile right. game you download, it's always after you go through a level, it's like this little thing that pops up. You got to exit out of it, so it, it's just becomes more mainstream and. And honestly, that kind of deters me away from playing mobile games because I'm just like, these are so annoying. So it, it they definitely have to test it a lot more. And if it's not working, people are just going to be like, I'm not even going to play this because it's just the ads are too crazy. They have to be very, very careful how they approach this, in my opinion. Right. So, yeah, I, I wanted to throw this in there because I think although it's not like major crazy news that anyone really cares much about, it is something that you should consider or think about at least moving forward if you if you purchase a game or if you purchase a free-to-play game like do you want right. these ads you know let us know in the comments if you want um do you want these ads on your games do you want these ads seeping into 60 70 games like how does that make you feel let us know rob i think we've talked a lot about these uh ads going uh, moving forward let's uh let's get switch over into in-game chat in-game chat So, Rob, in game chat this week, we're going on the rumor mill this time. You know, we're going into rumor territory, which I know you don't, you're not like the biggest fan of, but I think this is going to be a little fun discussion because we talk about Sony and their next big purchase, their next big acquisition, right? There's been rumors uh, kind of moving around lately. GameRant.com is reporting that there are rumors stating that. Their Sony's next acquisition is much bigger than Kojima Productions. And so quick and simple question here, Rob, for you. Who do you think Sony is trying to acquire and when will that be? You know what would be a freaking power move? There's two in my mind right now mm. that would be game changers and it would, again, send shockwaves through the industry just like how Xbox did the whole Blizzard. Again, I don't know if it would be as big. It would it would be almost as big, just maybe like a little smaller. But two, I have in mind. One, number one, which I think is less likely, Square Enix. I okay. think that was one of mine. Yep. Yeah, Square Enix is they're huge. They have so many titles under that. I mean, whole Final Fantasy. But again, will Square Enix do it? I don't know if they would bite because again, they they hold. That's very dear to them, right? That's, that's a company that is just like exclusively Japanese. And it, not saying it wouldn't remain that way, but 
then when Sony gets in, then it's going to become again Nomura with Kingdom Hearts. How insane is he when it comes to that? Sony might be like, "Yo, dude, chill out, chill dude, out, like, calm, <laughs> calm down with <laughs> make this make sense it. to me, please." <laughs> and he might not want he might not want to be about that because as soon as you have a bigger company acquiring you, right, you lose more of that freedom, right? I think we talked about it with with Eddie when you know when the companies yes. come in and, and you you lose that creative freedom that you have. Um, to be able to do what you wanted when when those bigger companies come in. That being said, would it be would it would it be a bad thing? I think the games would be a lot more polished. We see the newest Final Fantasy game that came out, the Stranger Paradise, and it's just <laughs> it just that game's just a meme. Like I've played it's like a meme, so, yeah, yeah. So we wouldn't have mishaps like that happening where. It would all, they would all be probably a lot more polished. Again, that whole Sony experience, these would be the JRPGs that are like blockbusters. Right. So um, that's that's my one for you. And, and I, you can share your thoughts about Square Enix too, since you, you said you decided that was one too. Yeah, that was my major one. I'm like, if it's some if it's someone bigger than Kojima Productions, then my, my only, I have two, right? My One of my bigger ones was Square Enix because I feel like, that would be a powerhouse move. That would be like a big baller move, and that the, the IPs that they have there, Sony that's gonna that, that Sony will acquire with them. It's gonna be insane, you know. We have Final Fantasy VII. We have Kingdom Hearts. Just, well, Final Fantasy in general, you would have Final Fantasy in general, right? Yeah, exactly. So that would be a major move. I do, I don't think Square Enix would be willing to no. be purchased at this point. They're just too kind of big of a company to be like, yeah, no, we're, we're good. We we make bank as it is yeah we're good we, like people know our games they know our company yeah. like they're not going to stop buying like we're, we're, we're not hurting like people love our games so i think that would be a great move but if they purchase capcom or konami let's say i was konami. gonna i would say konami. i'm gonna say konami, konami, I'm gonna say konami. Too. konami because now that i think about it if they can if they purchase konami then they have the rights to better do solid and then I'm all for it. You know what I mean? <laughs> but so, here's the problem with Konami. Konami's, again, super big. So would they just purchase just the video game aspect of Konami? Because Konami owns a lot of things. Again, they own all the, the Planko machines um, in the casinos in Japan and stuff like that. They, they own that kind of stuff. They own, they do Yu-Gi-Oh, right? The whole the card game. So yeah. there's a ton, there's a, a, a lot of pieces to Konami that, I don't know. It's not just a video game. So I don't, again, but the fact that they said it's bigger than Kojima Productions, that's bigger than Kojima. Like the fact that, that he, so he might be like, hey, we're going to purchase Konami. And then guess what, Kojima? You're going to work on Metal Gear Solid again. Under I mean, yeah. And that would be, would, would he be willing to? That's a different story, you know? I think, I think he would if Sony was like, you have control over everything. You do whatever the fuck you want. I think he would say yes. If he Sony is notorious for that. Sony is notorious for letting companies, letting developers kind of do what they need to do to make a masterpiece. Um, I, I've heard they like, trust. You know, they read, trust. Yeah. Yes, they they trust the developers very much. And and you know, I've read a few things. I've heard a few things that Sony is not like that micromanager where they're like constantly behind your behind your shoulder just making sure everything's done. like no they they trust their developers they trust their workers and they're like you know what do what you need to do and more so than not they they deliver you know so i think yes i i do think that if this was a purchase that's going to be bigger than kojima productions and it's definitely going to be one of those two square nx which is highly unlikely but it could possibly happen like there's a possibility for that or it could be um, Konami, which that's more so where I think it might kind of fall on because again, they have, and, and again, like you said, they're a huge company still, right? Konami is still a very big company, but even they can do something where it's not a fully complete purchase of them being like, you know, acquired by Sony. It's kind of like a more of a partnership where they're like, all right, you know what? We have the rights to make Metal Gear Solid, make um, Castlevania, you know, like whatever, whatever we, we kind of want. Silent Hill, thank you. Yeah, We have the rights to make those games whenever we feel like it, you know? Right. But it's tough. You know, that, that's going to be a lot of like back and forth type of thing. But if it is something that they want to do, Metal Gear Solid is definitely on their list, right? So they'll have 
rights to Metal Gear Solid. And then now they have to talk to Kojima. And he's like, hey, we have the rights to Metal Gear Solid. What do you want to do with this? Do you can you can you make another one? Would you be willing to make another one? You know, or would you would you be head of trying yes. to make a remake or something like that? Like just just would just you oversee, oversee this. Just yes. oversee it. We're not asking, but because you know, every everyone wants that. That everyone is wants a remake of those games. That's just yeah, it's needed. And if Sony is willing, and if Sony can manage to do this, they would be seen as like the good guys. You know what I mean? Like they, 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 they did, they did it. They made this happen. You know. And the reason right. why we're going off the spiel because um, Kojima posted on Twitter at one point there was like the the uh, PlayStation Studios, like the Sony Studios games, like all the games that they have, like the first party titles, and one of them was Death Stranding in the back. So a lot of people were like, "Oh shit!" Like you know, Kojima Productions is being acquired. That's next. Uh, but uh, Hideo came out on Twitter and he tweeted, uh, quote, I'm sorry for the misunderstanding, but Kojima Productions Productions has been and will continue to be an independent studio. So he debunked right. that pretty much, which is fine. You know, a little heart, heartbreaking for me because I kind of wish that he was uh, acquired. But at the same time, it, it doesn't matter. It's a long story, whatever. Yeah, I mean, he's he wouldn't do that just because he was under Konami for so long that why would he go back to another big company again? I think he wanted right. the, to be, have his own development, you know, but exactly. that doesn't say that his team can't take over, you know, Sony won't be like, yeah, you guys are going to work on this. Like, we're right. giving it to you. So um, it's exciting stuff. And I, do you know when we're going to hear the acquisition or it just, they're just going to, we don't know. Do There's a lot of rumbling, man. There's a lot of rumbling around the industry saying that this is going to happen soon. We're going to find out at some point um, very soon. I think it's going to be within the next two or three months. Um, I, I'm excited. I, I, it's again, it's hard to discuss about this because we've mentioned in the past, um, we, we, we kind of had this discussion where we're like, are we, are we getting to the point where all these major companies are just purchasing everything left and right? And how, how good is that for the industry? Right. But you can't help but feel that excitement sort of, right. It's kind of like, yeah, what, what know. are you going to do with it? What, what's, what's yeah. going to be the outcome and because right. it's different, it's a different thing versus we're used to so and again it's it's all it's news it's it's like big speculation and people love that stuff so i think that's right. a real reason but then if the company does take that franchise and runs to the ground then people are obviously gonna be pissed but i don't think they're they're gonna be doing that. especially sony because they're they're trying to build that big sony brand kind of like how right. xbox is doing again it's they're becoming like this huge thing where like we want to become like where you go to play games and like we want you to log into the playstation network we want you to log onto the xbox live game pass and just like the, all everything you need is right there exactly. for gaming so um yeah. sony when is a discord coming for playstation 5 because i would love that. yeah let's talk I about would, that like, i would love what? that sony you know before you start acquiring these big companies can you please at least implement that i i would really really appreciate that yeah let's roll this out you know what i mean because i i mean i don't think the, the the voice chatting in on playstation is bad but i i want that discord app you know what i mean yeah, for sure. I, I definitely want to be able just because it's just so much easier. I don't know. Does Xbox have it? I don't remember. No. No. Yeah. It's a little different for, for consoles because you got to develop a specific app for the console, you know? Right. So it's not it's not necessarily the easiest thing in the world. But at the same time, it's like you, you can show the status of my game being played on this Yeah, give me an so update. Why? You know, I thought the last update that they had was going to be that, yeah. but it was actually just having uh, like showing you what game you're playing on Discord instead of like actually having a Discord app. Right. Which was fine, but like whatever. Yeah. I, I would say the three I want to see Capcom, Konami, and uh, Square Enix. If I had to rank them, I would say Konami's first on the list just because of how ridiculous Konami is with the franchises that they have. Like, please release yeah. them from your grips because you're not yes, doing please. anything. About you're not doing anything please. about them. Yeah. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think about Capcom, though? Capcom would be cool. I mean, I don't think they, they need to. I think they produce great games on their own and they're not like super stingy with their ips so I, here's I think the thing it, it, when, when a company acquires another company it's not because they're like falling to the ground right we think of bethesda bethesda was doing just fine it was just monstrous when we saw microsoft purchase them like we're like holy shit a, a company buying a company that's already doing well you know what i mean like that's crazy so it doesn't necessarily mean that the company is struggling and that this other companies well you get more resources you get grave. more resources to do things and create the things that people want because again it was so it like you only have so much manpower to create these giant games so now you're just like okay well now we have a partnership 
mm-hmm. we, we get X amount of resources now to be able to make those things and get yeah. bigger budgets to make bigger games. So it's just a, sometimes it's a no brainer. For things. sure. For sure. Guys, let us know what you think. Who do you think Sony is acquiring in the next couple months? We want to know, let us know, uh, shoot us a message on our Twitter page, on our website, uh, gamingduopod.com. Please uh, let us know what you guys think, and we would be happy to respond. Rob, any any other news, any other details you want to throw out throw at us? No, I think we covered everything today. Again, everyone, thank you for listening. We really do appreciate. Feedback is always welcome. And if you want to be a guest on the show, we have a form on our website that you fill out, and we get the information, and we will, uh, you know, chit chat and get you on the show. Definitely. Yeah. Fill out that application. Um, we have a couple applicants already, so we're just going to review them at some point and then, you know, get back to you guys as soon as possible. So thank you guys for that. Um, yeah. So if you guys want to check us out on our website, gamingduopod.com, check us out. If you want to be a guest, go into gamingduopod.com and there's like on tap top right or top left, there's a tab saying, you know, request to be a guest or something like that. Click on that and just fill out that form and then we'll, we're cool. good to go. Yep, that's all I got, Kelvin. I don't know if about you, but yeah, thank I'm you guys good, again. man. I, that, this was great. Yeah, uh, Rob, thank you for everything. Uh, you're you're great. You look great. You know what I mean? Thanks, guys. Feel uh, follow us, <laughs> follow us on social media and definitely on streaming services. Right, follow us over there. And if you like what you see, if you like what you hear, rate us. You know, give us a little rating there. We appreciate that. Yeah. Until next time, take care. Take care.